Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Mentioned that the uh, Missouri caucus is tomorrow. You can go to the Missouri GOP website to find out more details on exactly where um, you need to go if you if you want to participate in that. Uh, we do have uh, Missouri Representative Phil Cristofanelli on the phone right now from District 104. Phil, how are you? Good to be with you, Mark. Where Where are you caucusing tomorrow? I guess. Uh, out in St. Charles County, right? That's right, Francis Howe. Yep, that's going to be fun. Is it? Is it? Uh, you know, I was just maybe you can talk Kim down off the ledge here. She's she's pretty frustrated <laughs> with the with the I'll fact be there that, too. By the way, that we're, that we're still doing a caucus and not to having a primary. Yeah, we decided that last year, Mark, because uh, we had the primary, but none of the delegates were associated with that primary. So people were voting, but there was no result, and I didn't think that was right. So at least people understand that they want to have an impact. This is the way to do it. It's the process that we have, and uh, it looks like it's going to be a good day for Donald Trump tomorrow. Yeah, I would imagine. Is there a way to change that back, though, Phil? I mean, could we change it back to and fix the delegate issue? That's right. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm indifferent whether we have a caucus or a primary, but the voters should have a reasonable expectation if they participate that it's going to translate into an actual result. So I'm fine with a primary. I'm fine with a caucus. But voters got to know that what they're doing matters. Yeah, uh, very true. Well, let's talk about your, uh, your bill that you've got pending that would um, require, I guess, St. Louis or any other community if a criminal resides there but ends up in a jail in, in St. Charles County. Uh, tell us about this bill. Sure, Mark. Well, we got a problem in St. Charles, and that is that 40 to 60 percent of our prison population on any given day is from either St. Louis City or St. Louis County. They ain't from St. Charles. Uh, and that's costing our county $140 days, dollars a day per person. It's 5 to $7 million a year we're spending to house uh, criminals from St. Louis City and St. Louis County. And let me tell you what happens, Mark. They go commit crimes in their home county. Uh, they're never prosecuted. They're released on bond, uh, you know, days later. Uh, they end up in our county uh, to commit more crimes. And we actually enforce the laws in St. Charles. If you do yeah. a property crime, if you cause violence to another person, you're going to jail. Uh, and, you know, we're having to bear the cost of St. Louis City and St. Louis County refusal to enforce their own laws. And I think that they should have to pay for it. So, so is there precedent for that? I mean, how does that work? Sure, it would be reciprocal, Mark. Uh, and so if there were people in St. Charles County uh, that ended up in, in their county facilities, uh, we would pay the daily rate for that. Uh, there could just be a true up at the end of the month. Uh, and, uh, you know, we would just make the books balance. Wink, 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 nod, nod, right? 
I mean, I'm sure that happens on occasion, but it's got. I would imagine it be, from from surrounding counties, St. Louis County or St. Louis City, it would, it would be pretty one sided. Well, uh, it's certainly true that I suspect there are far less uh, criminals uh, from St. Charles in the St. Louis City and St. Louis County facility, uh, but that's because we hold people accountable here. I've heard that there's been a pretty steep increase in crime, I guess, over the last number of years, but specifically from COVID when everything shut down in the county and the city and people started coming to St. Charles, like near Main Street, like old St. Charles and streets of St. Charles. There was just a crazy situation with road rage. Two people shooting at each other. One of the bullets went into an apartment at the streets of St. Charles. Is that true that they're seeing a pretty steep increase in crime that's from people not from St. Charles County? Yes, overwhelmingly, the, the crimes that are occurring in St. Charles County are not from people who live here. Uh, it did start increasing over COVID, uh, but it's gotten to the point they must have stolen everything that's in St. Louis City right now, and they're, they're moving farther west. And so they're breaking into cars, they're breaking into homes, and yes, there's also violent crime that's resulting uh, around these incidents, uh, especially around Main Street. And that's a fantastic historic part of our state. Uh, it's a big uh, draw for tourism. Uh, and we just simply can't afford uh, for people to believe that it's unsafe. Yeah, true. Now, Phil, did I did I see where you just filed for a Senate? That's right. I'm running for a Senate in eastern St. Charles County. I'm running to replace uh, Bill Eigel. Uh, I look forward to uh, con- continuing his conservative legacy uh, that he brought to our county for eight years as he now runs for governor. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I've represented uh, St. Charles uh, area in the Missouri House for eight years now, and uh I have the highest conservative voting record, according to the American Conservative Union, of any House member. And so I'm really looking forward to taking that message over to the other side. What's your take on how the Senate leadership has been handled this year? Well, Mark, uh, as a conservative, I, I know you're frustrated with what's going on in Jeff City, too. I mean, we've had a Republican supermajority for how long? You know, 20 years. And uh, but we don't have a conservative supermajority. And we can't seem to do the very important things that other big conservative states are doing. And so many conservatives like you and I are frustrated with what's happening in Jefferson City, and we want to see results. Uh, And that has uh, resulted in some some hard feelings uh, between some of our senators on the other side of the building. So I've actually delivered uh, conservative policy wins in the House. I passed the first school choice bill in over 20 years uh, in the state of Missouri. Uh, I know how to uh, work with, you know, very dynamic, different points of view in order to advance our cause and our agenda. And that's the style that I'll probably bring over to the other side. Yeah. So I understand IP reform passed out of the Senate and went to the House. Do you have any idea where that stands over there? Are they about to pass a version of it on the House side? So it's working its way through the process. I think that we're going to have a stronger bill uh, that comes out of the House than what they were able to put together in the Senate. It'll kick it back over to the other side in the final weeks of session. And uh, they'll have the opportunity to to send that to the voters. Yeah. So, I mean, again, we wish this would have happened a a month or two ago. Um, Do you see it getting across the finish line? I I think we will have something on the ballot. Uh, I hope it's a a version that ultimately uh, the voters will want to pass into law. Uh, But, you know, we're going to have to stick to our guns, make sure that it's crafted appropriately such that people are going to want to vote for it. Right. No, I get that. All right. State Representative Phil Cristofanelli uh, running for Senate. Uh, that's Senate 15, right? That's Senate 23, Eastern so St. Charles County. 23. I was thinking of Koenig's seat. Sorry about that. All right. Good. Uh, we appreciate your time, Phil. Thank you. Glad to be on, Mark. Take All care. Right. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. I, I don't know why I had 15 lodged in my brain. Uh, but Bill Eigel's seat that uh, that he will uh, term out of uh, this year. So anyway, we'll see if it, we'll see if it works.
I'm sorry. I'm still focused on the caucus because <laughs> that's what I want. I want Com- it to go back to the primary. <laughs> Completely distracted down here. Kim, Kim is heated about this this morning for sure. Uh, all right. I'm hoping to get some more information on the caucus in the uh, break here. If I do, I'll bring it to you on the other side of the uh, break. Uh, we're going to get to Ryan Wiggins, host of Wiggins America at about 835. Stay tuned. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 